surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. That's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. 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 Oh, dude, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. really awesome. Awesome. That's, so that's awesome. awesome. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. With Stephen Bradford. ago I saw you I looked up when you came through the door my head started reeling you gave me the feeling the room had no wow. ceiling of right more. ten minutes ago I met you and we murmured Look how tall he is dude it's crazy man I wanted to ring out the bells and fling out my arms and I, I didn't know he could really sing this Great. I have found oh, wait for the high note. She's an angel with the dust of the stars in her eyes. We are dancing. Here we go. We are flying. And she's taking me back to the skies. Mm. In mm. The arms oh, but look at the sincerity in his eyes. Over mountain and meadow and glen. Mm. And I like it so well that for all I can tell, I may never come down again. And the joy. I may like, never that's come so down awesome, man. That's what I think I'll wow. remember most about our pal Stewart is the joy in his eyes that, you know, they always talk about tw- uh, somebody with a twinkle in their eyes. And man, that man had a twinkle. Oh, dude. First of all, I haven't seen that in years, and I don't even know if I've seen that much of it. Sure. Like, I knew, you know, he was Prince Charming, and everybody talks about Prince Charming. Prince, that right. was Prince Charming. Oh, man. I that was, was Prince Charming. Oh, man. It's just, obviously, a lot of people, a lot of you guys know that Stuart Damon passed, um, what, last week now. It'll be. Yeah, and, back on the 29th. Yeah, and... uh you know, it's it's uh, it's been tough for just uh, the daytime community, uh, obviously his family and in um, General Hospital. I mean, what an icon on General Hospital. And, you know, I've talked about it before on in magazines and, you know, on Patreon and stuff. But the guy was just such an awesome human being. Not only was he great, obviously he could sing, he could act. He was a powerhouse on the show. He was our, 
you know, he was our anchor. He was our rock as Alan Quartermain. And we could always count on him. But the guy was so generous in his real life, loving, compassionate, everything you want to be as a man. And he was just an incredible husband and father and uh, a mentor to me and a lot of other people. You know, um, I talked to his son, Christopher, uh, yesterday. And, um, you know, it was uh, it was a nice conversation. And uh, I, I caught him at a time where someone had sent him all the all the stuff that people wrote about his dad. Mm. You know, so it was it was a, it was a great moment. And, um, you know, that's that's how, you know, you've affected people is I said it before on on the ABC News. I said you could have a thousand hour segment for Stuart Damon because people would come out of the woodwork. Uh, and they have, and they have on social media posting about how great he was and what a, just an awesome person in general. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I want his legacy to be. Obviously he was the quarter main legend, but he was an awesome man too. So um, he was a huge proponent of mine, man. I know I've told the story before briefly, but Christopher, that was the one thing he said to me yesterday. He goes, I want hmm. you to know that my dad, when you came on the show, he just really, really liked you and saw something in you. And he knew you had something. And mm. I said, I appreciate that because I know he went up uh, upstairs to the producer's office on my behalf a few times to, to say, Hey, give this kid a shot, whatever. And it's just, um, just to really know that, that that's what he yeah. thought is incredible, you know? Um, and obviously we, we actually have some quotes from people, um, you know, that, that uh on social media and all that stuff and 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 we'll read some of those but did did you ever get a chance to meet him yeah dude we i mean um when i when i was with when i was trying to when lulu and i were kind of paired in that friend you know we weren't romantically paired although spinelli was pining after her but um she was living at the quarter main house i believe and um and so that's like when I had scenes with uh, um, the maid, you know, uh, Bergen, I, Alice, Alice. And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, so I had scenes in the Quartermain Den or Quartermain Living Room Den. What do they call it? I forget. The yeah, place where you punched AJ, quarter, that room. Quartermain Den. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the, the uh, you know, Alan and, and Monica and um, uh Jane Elliott, what, what's her name? Tra- Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Yeah. All, all sitting there like barking at each other. And then I sure. come in and then they make fun of me. Um, but then remember, <laughs> I, you know, I, we always talk about the Metro court storyline as, as, mm-hmm. as one that, you know, we appreciated and loved, but you know, for me to, cause for two weeks, the whole cast was there and mm-hmm. we were all in the same room because we were being held hostage or, you know, we, you and I were right. uh, trying to save them, but like, so every like it was a really wonderful opportunity for me to to get to know everybody and mm-hmm. see how everybody interacts and, and and see the senses of humor and and see, you know, get to know everyone's personality in, in a really unique way because everyone was spending long hours there. And so you see you see people's real personalities come out when they're tested. Right. Sure. Um, <laughs> and and I just I, I was so enchanted with him because he was, you know, and then they had to have that. Um, you know, he had a heart that uh, 
Alan had a heart attack during it. Remember? Yeah. Yes. And so it was, it was hard work for him. Like sure. it was, it was challenging physically mm-hmm. and mentally. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a challenging storyline. Yeah. Um, I, I remember that. I, I remember that shot of him. It reminds me of God. It, well, cause remember the metric court did end up exploding. Didn't it? I thought, I don't. Yeah. Good question. I know anyway, there was an explosion. But I remember the shot of like it reminds me of that shot of you walking away from fire. Yeah. And he's collapsing and behind know. him something is happening. Like I mean, like, yeah, a really difficult, like a it was shot nicely, but a heartbreaking yeah, scene, right? Yeah, um but I I just remember I, I'm so glad that I get to spend those two weeks with all everybody, but especially yeah. getting to know and, and seeing how, you know. He, how he was with everybody and then you know off and on for because you know i think he came back in 07 and um and you know throughout until i think 2013 um yeah. but uh yeah you know, man so, so i i gosh i didn't know him nearly as well as anybody else but i i knew of his past in the theater and um i, I so appreciate you know he came up through off broadway and then did a bunch of you know a, original casts of shows that um, you know, things that I studied all through college and sang songs from and isn't that um, crazy? Yeah. And so, you know, and being the, you know, obviously being the prince and what we just played and that song 10 minutes ago is a song that everybody sings in musical theater school. Um, and I sang it and I watched countless other people sing it and, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, nobody did it like him. Yeah. It just, uh, I, I don't know. I could I could talk about the quarter mains and what a what a great way to come into General Hospital, which I've talked about. But it was as fun as it looked on TV and and much more because it was a real big family and we would joke around endlessly. But when it was time to work, it was time to work and we got it done. And, you know, we just always knew Stuart was there for us no matter what. And that's yeah, I and mean, that's the cool thing. Like what you were saying about when people get tired and cranky, they become other people. This guy never broke character. Like in, in his real life, he had some, he had a lot of trials in his real life that I, you know, I'm not going to talk about, but he had a lot of trials. Like a lot of us do. Yeah. And his were pretty extreme. And this guy never broke character, like Mm. never. And it was just, and I told that to, to Christopher, her son, I said, dude, what a gift to have a dad like that. Like what a gift to have a dad like that. That is absolutely incredible. And he goes, I know he was my best friend and my dad. And it was just, uh, you know, um, there, the first quote that I, that caught me. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and thanks to Michael Fairman who put these together. Um, yeah, with did. Scott, with Scott Clifton. Did you read his yeah. quote? Yeah, go in ahead, my early days at General Hospital, I had a scene with Stuart in which his character would learn that a beloved family member had died. He understood the gravity of the scene, how historic it would become. And yet, during the countdown to action, he still turned to me with a wry smile and whispered, watch and learn, kid. Then he winked. <laughs> and with, within seconds, he was no longer Stuart, and he began to sob. That man was and is royalty. Rest in peace, Uncle Alan. Yeah. Um, yeah, he would just, do that. He would do that a lot because he was a theater guy, right, at heart. Right. So he would joke around all the time, you know, and until and then then like literally see, I can't joke around up until the second. Right. Like 
I need to go, hey, can you guys shut up for a minute? I need to concentrate. But right. Stewart could joke around to the second, and him and Leslie would do it all, all the time. Like, um, you know, he, he, would, he, would, he would even go like this, watch and learn, Lester. You know, just oh, like. that's amazing. You know, just he was that guy, right? And right. It, in a funny way. So um, it, it was just, but that's a great quote by Scott Clifton. Well, and then Finola, like it, it when, when his favorite things was to say stethoscope several times before a scene with as many syllable S's as humanly possible. So that means in the countdown to a scene, he'll be like, stethoscope, stethoscope, stethoscope. <laughs> like, you know, like sounding like Sylvester the cat. He would um, do that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Uh, so, you know, um, it, yeah, it's amazing it, with that kind of background when, you know, you, there, cause there's something about when you're on stage, right. And you're yeah. waiting in the way you're waiting in the wings yeah. to make your entrance. And it, it's like, you cross the threshold from the, the wings to the stage totally. and, 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 and it, it will, but, but, but it, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like that moment. It's like, okay, okay. And I'm here. Right. Like, I know, like totally, but yeah. he could do that. He could do in, that in the he, most like dramatic circumstances, which right. is crazy. So, Whatever, whatever his character had to be feeling, he could just flip it on like that, um, which is amazing because we talk about, we, you know, we talk about the different styles of, of acting, acting, right? Yes. And yes. We, we've talked about how what you're doing on the show can affect your personal life, depending on how much you bring yourself into it. Oh, dude. Right. Amazingly. And, yes. Well, and, and, and it tends to be that people that came from the older generations of actors were more that it's like, Oh, I'm acting. I'm, I'm putting it on and, and then I take it off. And sure. then somehow, somehow in the, you know, in the eighties and 70s, seventies, eighties and nineties, yeah. those people that came up in that time, cause you know, Stuart was more from the sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, people tried to live it a little bit more method. And sure. cause well, some styles changed, right? Like mm-hmm. of course act, acting back then was a little more presentational. Yeah, um, and and a little bit more about personality, sure. Than right. just than you know real moments or whatever. But right. Yes. But what I loved about him is that he had that in his pocket. I mean, he was a ham; he could do it all. But there was such sincerity, and you know what? We were watching that YouTube clip, even oh, yeah, in a very yeah. you know Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella is not a hard hitting piece of art, right? It's it's mm-hmm. it's 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 fantasy. It's fluffy. It's old fashioned in a way. Um, and yet you could just see in his eyes, uh, he was lit, you know, he lives, you know, he's living in that moment. Yeah. And, um, and the way that he brought that to his, to all his work. So, yeah. Because um, I, I actually went back and looked at a lot of stuff that he and I did together. Oh yeah. And you see that, you see that, well, you just see, he was a gentle giant. You see that in his eyes, yeah. you know, right. there was a warmth, there was a, uh, an invitation like hey it's mm. gonna be okay i'm here right you know and and that's and that's what was great and then you can obviously turn it on because him and him and leslie had a ton of fights <laughs> alan and monica would would go at it was like war of the roses yeah like, well and, and she you know she's this tiny little thing and he's right. this big oak tree and right. she would just freaking give it to him and and everybody was always afraid when leslie had to slap people because she didn't know how to stunt slap <laughs> So she would just go for it and it would happen. So it was just, I mean, there's so much like just history. And what would he do when that happened? Ah, you know, he's big guy. He can take it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so Gerald yes. Hopkins. So, so oh, my yeah, buddy, yeah. Gerald Hopkins, who played AJ originally, he originated right. the role of AJ, the, the older, the older version. Right. And, uh, he texted me. And um, I said, hey, man, you have something to say. I'm doing I'm actually doing a podcast about Stuart right now. Right. And, and he was he was the guy this when I when I screen tested, I screen tested was supposed to screen test with Gerald Hopkins. Right. I remember the story of height. Right. The, the story, difference. the height thing. So they they were going so long, so so late all the time. They just said, hey, next five, just come down here and stand next to Gerald. And that's when Mark said, hey. They want someone Gerald's height. Come in here, put paper towels in your boots. We got to right. get you down there, right? So I'm like, okay. So I go down there, and it was literally we were supposed to have this four or five page scene that they yeah. were going to record and show to network and whatever. So it was just basically us standing shoulder to shoulder, face to face, back to back, back to the back to the camera, smile, and that was it. So. Gerald was my, you know, he was the first AJ and he and I became pretty close because he was there for, I don't know, three years, I think, when I got there. Yeah. Um, but he said, uh, I'm very saddened today at the passing of my on-screen father, Stuart Damon. Stuart was one of the finest people I have ever worked with in entertainment. He was like a second father to me on the set. He took me under his wing and taught me how to be a quartermain. He took great pride in the quartermains being the best family on soap operas. The best actors tell the best stories, and he did. It was an absolute pleasure working with him, challenging each other in the father-son conflicts and playing the tender moments when we could find them. Even more cherished was the off-screen friendship I had with Stuart, the laughter and the witty conversations always. I will miss him. He was a real prince. Mm. Awesome. So it's like you get, you get those things said about this guy, like everywhere, and it's amazing. Who else you got? A well, there's, a, a, you know, like... Just just hearing what he said about the best family in, in daytime, it, it, it got me thinking about, you know, relationships on soaps and sure. um, the relationship that he had with Monica. And, you know, and, and, and I, I mean, I imagine I don't know and maybe you don't know either, but I'm sure everybody that's listening knows because um, one of the things that we talk about now is the longevity of couples. Right. And right. Um, you know, some, somebody, one of the questions that I brought to this episode from, from our listeners was, you know, um, when is there going to be a happy ending and a stay happy ending for oh. any GH couple? Right. Right. And, and so they had, I know she cheated on him with, Oh, with dude, Weber. their, their freaking relationship was crazy, was crazy. But did they always, did they ever break up or did they just deal with these challenges? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. I think there was times where they split up. They might've sure. been living under the same roof, which right. made it even more interesting. Right. Right. But, but that dynamic was incredible because they did crazy stuff. I mean, I'm not Leslie or Monica's not my real mom. Right. I'm oh, from right. an, I'm from an, an affair. Right. Of course. So um, it, it's like, you know, I mean, and, you know, for as, for as long as co- so, soap opera couples will never stay happy. For well, a, they always have to have issues a to long overcome. amount of time. Right. Of course. You know, you, you had Luke and Laura that broke up all the time. Then you had, you know, Luke and Tracy when they and, and but like and, and then I so it's just an interesting thing because and also, I mean, obviously it was a different style. The show was, you know, obviously. Different different time too. you know maurice wasn't there yet so it wasn't a mob mm-hmm. storyline and or at least not in that respect anyway so yeah. it just yeah it, that got me thinking about that specific thing but um yeah anyway um yeah but le- yeah what's leslie say right exactly without it this is from leslie 
She shared this with SoPub. So thank you, SoPub. Without a doubt, it was the longest relationship that I'd ever had with anyone. Uh, uh, we kept in touch after he left GH, seeing each other. Sadly, as did. for a lot of people, you know, the, the pandemic and the isolation didn't help because we couldn't visit him. Now, a few of us, Jackie Zeman, Kinshana, Wally Kurth, would meet him uh, at a restaurant near the motion picture home where he was living. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't do that over the past year. And that was hard. I, I know Stuart. He was a very social person. He liked the camaraderie. I mean, everyone does. And being stimulated intellectually and not being to have that was hard for him. And just this morning, I spoke with his son, Christopher, who's extremely close to Stuart and his daughter, Jennifer, and his grandson, Alexander. They're all really sad. We're all sad. We learned from each other. We worked with each other and we had fun with each other. What else can you ask for? Yeah. Nothing, um, man. You, uh, they do. They had a great relationship. And, and, uh, and when I, t- when I talked to her about, she didn't, she didn't really want to go on the news. Um, so I said, Hey, I'm going to go on. She goes, great. Go on. So there's anything you want me to say. And she said, uh, Stuart Damon was always there for me. Hmm. I mean, that's, there you go. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, right. it's, it, it was fun going through, I mean, cause I think they pulled from social media, they pulled from interviews. Sure. So, um, I, I love what Kim, Kimberly called him her building. <laughs> <laughs> I know dude, mainly because he was so tall and she was so short. But he also, but also because he stood so strong and you could rely on him as the steadiest of scene partners. Mm. He handled the AIDS story with such grace when Alan told Robin she was HIV positive was one of her favorite scenes that she experienced as an actor. His true essence as a compassionate stand-up gentleman really came through in that story. And I wouldn't be describing the whole person if I didn't mention how damn funny he was as well. Right. Uh, my heart goes out to his family. Thank you, Stewie, for blessing us with your performances. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I want to make it, look, it's always sad, but you got to celebrate a guy like this, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, well, he so wouldn't, it needs to be, he, it needs to be, he wouldn't want, he, like, he wouldn't everyone want everyone no. to wallow. <laughs> He'd want everybody to do Sylvester the cat at his, at, at his celebration service, right? right? So, yeah. So one time he, Stuart was a big golfer and um, this is when I lived with Dirk Cheatwood who played Max. Hmm. And he wasn't Max yet. He was working on other stuff, doing a lot of right. commercials. And uh, we went to play golf with Stuart. And I was a decent golfer. Dirk was a horrifying golfer. But he played hockey, so he thought he could be Happy Gilmore. So we went, and uh, uh, we, started, we started playing golf. And Dirk, <laughs> Dirk had a little bit of an anger issue. So mm-hmm. if he would slice the ball or freaking shake the ball multiple times, he would start yelling like happy Gilmore mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be nice words. They would be nope. the wrong words. Sure. And, and so one time he did it, whatever it was, he, he just, he just, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. He took his club and chucked it into, <laughs> into the woods uh, when we're playing golf with Stuart David. Oh my word. And I was riding with Stuart and he, he looks at me and he's like, who is this clown? Like, who, <laughs> like, who is this guy? What are you doing here with this guy? What's he right. doing? You right. know, it was just so funny. I remember you consort vi- with these people. Yeah. I was vividly remember. He goes, what do you do? Well, who is this guy? This is no, no, no. And that was the end of that. We never golfed again with Stuart. Um, but uh, it was just, you know, he was just an awesome dude, man. And I love yeah. to remember the good stories and i told the bathrobe story but i might as well tell it on on here he would always show up early he would work out he would study his lines but i'd always see him in his bathrobe because we have a locker room and i remember him walking always down the hallway 
in in his bathrobe. And yeah. I'm like, I you know, and I'm like, I don't know if that's a bear in a bathrobe or if it's Elvis Presley, which one? Not right. sure, but he's coming my way. And uh, <laughs> and so now it's just funny because I, you know, I get to work early. I work out and then I use the locker room and I'm the only one in a bathrobe now. Yes. So, so subconsciously, Stewie, thank you, buddy, for blazing the path on the on the Take, right way to live the buddy. there yeah oh, i love thank that. you um so by my own light <laughs> uh tamara uh yes. tamara braun yes my heart is heavy Stuart was such a kind man he was genuine and warm he was funny he always had a smile and open arms he gave the best hugs oh dude um called me tubby <laughs> and i was always happy <laughs> that was so him. funny um uh, then I, I knew him as Alan Quarterman before I worked with him. Then I knew him as someone I was always happy to see because he mm. made my day a bit brighter. I think he made everyone's day brighter. He was incredibly full of life, full of good life. We lost a beautiful human being. I was so lucky to know him. Um, yeah, no, he, I, the, the warmth to him and like you, you, you just, you wanted to just kind of like wrap your arms around him and lay and like yeah, give him a hug where you where you lay your head on his chest because he was that tall yeah, that you couldn't then, help but do that yeah and then just, and take, just a want to, <laughs> and take a nap take a nap yeah yeah just just go to hey can i just sleep here for 15 can minutes I just, right exactly <laughs> please um it was amazing i know he's yeah. so awesome dude so awesome so so going back to what you said about leslie meeting uh stewart it was at the restaurant with ken and jackie and wally um you know, she's like, Hey, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I want to go. And of course then COVID hit and you know, here we are, but I thought it was so awesome that those four mm. continued to go see him because he loved, he did love people. He loved people. Yeah. He loved yeah. his job. Like he was yeah. so grateful to be at his job. So I, I thought, Obviously, they had a relation, a great relationship with him. So I just thought that I, I thought that was amazing. What did what yeah. did Jackie what did Jackie Z say? Uh, God bless you, Stuart Damon. You are and always will be so very special to all of us who are lucky to work and play with you over the years. You'll be missed but never forgotten. Your spirit will shine eternally in heaven. Awesome. So, yes, I love it, man. He, he will be missed and cherished forever. So Alan Quartermain. Oh. Yeah. Forever. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart. Stuart, you're awesome. I love you, buddy. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. Well, you know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Okay, yo, we're back. We have a, um, and we mentioned this last week. Are we doing what? We have a special recap that we oh, have no. to put oh, through no. our recap relay machine. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a machine today, but let's try it. Okay. So, oh uh, boy. If you've never heard us do a recap relay, what we do is we go through the online recaps, look for a title or like just a uh, a statement that is made. And since we don't regularly watch the show, we don't know what that statement necessarily means. So we create a fake backstory for it through oh a little improv exercise. And 
we hopefully, within a reasonable amount of time, work our way to explain how this statement happens in the re- in the in the recap. Yeah. So, so if you haven't heard it or seen it before, because the guy who helps us, uh, you know, a part time on on throwing some of these YouTube videos up. Um, he said, he goes, what? I haven't seen a recap relay lately. He goes, that's the best. So oh, amazing. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on our YouTube channel. But did he create a little list of them? Let's hope. I don't know okay. if he did. But yeah, you, I think you could just do recap relay. All right. So, all right. So we, I read this in the recaps last week and I, I just, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> um, it is Ava and Nicholas listen to an ominous talking bear. I, 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 I just, I, I, I can't fathom how it happened. So Steve, it is up to you and I to explain how it came to be in this edition of Recap Relay. All so right. we will do alternating sentences. Would you like to oh start? Boy. Would you like me to start? You start. <laughs> Nicholas was hungry. Ava wasn't. (laughs) So they were at a bit of an impasse. So they played a very, very intense game of Rochambeau. And Ava won that game of Rochambeau. And she knew that she got to pick what they were doing before they went up to the woods. Nicholas is not terribly fond of the woods. He prefers islands. So he needed to outfit himself in some new clothes. So Ava and Nicholas pack up their limousine to set, I was going to say, to set sail. To set for sail. The, for the mountains. For the mountains. Um, Ava, was, Ava was looking for something just intensely fresh. She wanted fresh food. She wanted to pick it. From nature herself. Before before she left for the trip, she was, you know, just kind of wandering around and, and found um, some uh, cannabis plants. Nicholas was like, "Sweet bud," and he said, um, "I'll bring I'll bring the rolling papers. You bring the lighter." She said, "No, I don't smoke, but mm-hmm. I'll make us some pot brownies." Great. Nicholas was elated because his <laughs> his lungs are a little sensitive anyway. So he got out a eight by eight pan and started accruing the ingredients. The brownies were finished and it was time to hit the road. After the first bite, Nicholas said, I don't feel anything. So he's like, I'm going to eat this whole thing. And it was delicious. And it was, it was so delicious as they arrived to their nice cabin in the woods. Mm. Nicholas was not himself, Mm. but he had also driven. So uh, (laughs) it turns out it wasn't their cabin at all, (laughs) (laughs) but it was empty. And Ava said, I'll just break in and we're staying here for the weekend. It's interesting. There was three different kinds of beds, a little bed, a medium sized bed and a large bed. So Nicholas said, wow, there's three beds here. Maybe we can push two together and sleep together. And Ava said, no, you take the small bed. Because the problem was you put a small middle. They didn't fit together. And he said, uh, and he said, these will fit. And she said, no, 
this one is too soft. So, so Nicholas did not argue because he was very happy from the brownies. Sure. So he said, let me go get some firewood. So he leaves the cabin skipping because he was in such a, such a surprisingly happy mood. And he found this berry bush. He said, I'm going to pick all of these berries and surprise Ava because she loves berries. And all of a sudden, this grumble, he heard a grumble behind him. Something or someone was not happy that he was picking all the berries. So he turns around and he can't really see. But he sees two eyes staring right at him. He says, Ava, come here. I think I found Mike. Uh, what? <laughs> what? And Ava runs out. And what does she see? She says, that's not Mike. And Nicholas says, well, who is it? The thing said, I'm a bear, you idiot. <laughs> and you're eating my berries. Oh, where's he from? Scotland? <laughs> and Ava and Nicholas listen to an ominous talking oh, boy. bear. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that one, but listen, your bear accent was amazing. I'm sure that wasn't anywhere in California or New York. Nope. (laughs) Nope. That was a European bear somewhere. Yep. That was amazing. All right. So recap uh, relay, recap relay. Ava Nicholas, get high, go to the woods and steal all of a bear's berries. And uh, I could have gone a few ways too. Could have, could have gone a few ways. So um, anyway, all right, we're going to finish today with some questions. Um, I saw this one and I thought it would be appropriate. What is the recipe for the quarter main holiday punch? Oh, wow. I have no idea. That's a great question. Now, did you ever have any of this holiday punch? Sure. I tasted it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they put like some fruit juice in there, some ginger ale. Usually it's like ginger ale and fruit juice and ice. Right. You know, some type of fruit juice, probably like high C or something like that. Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch with ginger ale. They always yeah. had ginger ale in it, which was great, by the way. Well, I, I, a good punch always does. Does it? Like some, some sort of, like, I remember punch and it was like, you'd, you'd do like some sort of like, yeah, fruit juice like with a high C or Hawaiian punch with ginger yeah. ale and like a scoop of sherbet. Yeah. The best thing though, in, in the quarter main den always was the dish of candy. It was the, oh, yeah? uh, uh, the caramel one, the weather, the Werther's Werther's. Yes. There was Werther's in there. All the time. Whatever happened to candy amazing. dishes, man? I don't know. Yeah, I love my my grandmother. Seven Eleven now. Yeah, right. But my I remember my grandmother used to have this um white oh, ceramic dude. dish with a top uh, lid. Grandmas on were the best with candy dishes. Hard candy and the best. I, yeah, yeah. Hard candy. I I, I miss that. I miss, I miss that, dude. We but, have a we have a seized candy near us. Oh yeah. Like people were lined up out the door. I'm like, what are they doing? They're buying C's candy. And everybody yeah. in line was 55 and over. Yeah, it's a uh, candy is, is, is like, I, I feel like it's an old, like the appreciation of candy is um, it's different these days. Yes. Um, but my, my, my wife's family is a huge C's family, like on every occasion. Oh, really? Well, yeah, and also oh, wow. like the That's holiday crazy. stuff, like on St. Patrick's Day, you get the the seas potatoes, and on Easter you get the seas bunny. Mm. Like it's such a you know that they're sure they've been good. in Sacramento for generations, so their yeah. California customs yeah. included seas, 
And yeah. um, but I wonder, did the Quartermain holiday punch like was there a did one per do you remember did like did Monica or Alan make it like was it famous for anything I, or was it just a, was it just a remember. prop? I don't it was remember. just a prop. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it was just there. So, yeah, um, it was always fun. Who were the who wore the black T-shirt first, Jason or Steve? Mm, well, I always had black T-shirts just because of auditions. Oh, interesting. You, you know what I mean? I just always had that in my, you know, back in the day when you actually would go to the audition, mm-hmm. you would have a wardrobe in your car. Oh, yeah. And I always just had a black T, always had black, black and white T-shirts like that was it. Right? Interesting. And, and then and then uh, Jason did have some black T-shirts and then some gray T-shirts. I remember a b- really bad brown one. And then again, I was just like, you know, I was changing T-shirts too much. I'm like, just give me a black T-shirt. That's it. But now right. I love them. I found one that fits perfectly. I just ordered three more before tour. Mm. My wife's like, how many do you need? Because I order sure. new ones before tour and I order a new bag of socks before tour. So I have 70 pair of socks. And just, just like athletic tube socks or what? Yeah. 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 Just, I like putting clean. I just like putting new socks on. Oh, it's not that nothing better than a new pair. Nothing better than that. So, uh, but I love black t-shirts and I wear them every single day of my life. Yeah. Um, I want to know what the product is. The shipments that come to the docks. That's in a very, that's a question that, Oh, Oh, I can't say it yet. Oh, Oh, you know, I know know what they are. Well, I know some of them. Could it shed some light on this? This over this this. I'll say this: this famous question. What uh, on earth uh, do Saudi and Jason actually do? What is some of the shipments mm. have been guns? Oh, in prior years on General Hospital, I'll just say that they have been correct. And they've been those have been the property of Sonny and Jason. Those have been. Uh, you know, they've said it on the show and yeah. it's been it was part of a story at one point. I see. OK. Yeah. Um, so I, there's this question that I think answers itself. Uh, it's more of a statement, but I think in the in the in the statement, it explains why the story is going to be OK. It says it's a bad idea for Jason and Carly to get married mm. since her husband isn't dead. And mm. Jason has feelings for Brit, which will mm. be sad that he has to break up with her. Yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> yes, that's that that that, check, that that checked all the yes boxes. Right, that's why the story will hopefully create good drama because of yeah. all those reasons that you just said. So, yeah. um, so uh, maybe and maybe in that statement you were anticipating that, and you're, uh, you know, and so you're you're jazzed for it. But the way I read it, you're like, no, this will be bad because of this, this, this and this. And I'm like, no, 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 that, it'll be good because of that, 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 and that. Yeah, and the, um, and the, and what's great is we could kind of dive into this. We're doing our live podcast at Flappers in Burbank, July thirty first, and Laura Wright is going to join us. That's the big news, friends. I think, I think the timing's perfect, right? Yes. So uh, we we're going on tour. Uh, yeah. We're hitting Oklahoma City, Kansas City, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Columbus, Grand Rapids, Chicago. That is July eleventh through the seventeenth, um, and then July thirtieth. 30th, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. Uh, th- so Saturday, Saturday, July, is, did you say 31st, 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 Saturday, yeah. July 31st, we'll be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. And our special guest, as Steve said, is the wonderful Laura Wright. Yeah. So we'll do a podcast with her and then Bradford and I will do a Q&A afterwards. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Can't, it's going to be great. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Awesome. So yeah. uh, go to stonecoldandthejackal.com. 
uh, to find info on all of our tour dates. In August, we're hitting the Northeast. In September, we're hitting Texas and Phoenix. And um, yeah, so uh, check out our dates. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. We yeah, we. It. this was such a wonderful time to, awesome. to revisit uh, thoughts and stories about Stuart. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll be talking to you next week. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. Well, you know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week, as long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing. Help save lives. And so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.